thing. So we're standing in front of Dollar Tree and basically he's such as this, this thing here. RTD Live Talk, Detroit's number one YouTube talk show. Excited to be back. Looking forward to connecting. Happy Mondays to everyone. Hope everyone had a good day. And uh, it's going to be an interesting week, to say the least. But uh, looks like uh, another possible event uh, is on the horizon. And it happens to uh, deal with the supply chain and the possible disruption of uh, the current rail freights being able to move throughout our country. And if a deal is not met by this Friday, then the rest of this month and the rest of this year could be very uh, problematic. So we're going to talk about that as well as a couple other subjects. Hope everyone is doing well. As always, want to welcome any first-time viewers. Let me know where you're watching from. We'll love to welcome you to the community and also hear from you. Uh, let me know where you're watching from via the chat. And then also when the phone lines open up, we'll love to hear from you directly. 313-462-0027 is the number you can call. Oh, man, 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 man. What an interesting day. Uh, but on the good side of things, uh, we expected some CPI figures. Apparently, projections are it's going to be 8.1. And I think the most uh, exciting was to see some green um, in the uh, metal space. And it looks like silver did a 6% bid today, which, of course, is better than nothing. But uh, it's always better to see green than red. But uh, still premature. Don't get your hopes up too soon. And on top of that, uh, yeah, I see, the, of course, the EU energy crisis is another topic. We got lots of things to touch on. So anyway, let me uh, de- check in real quick, acknowledge a couple people, and then we'll jump right into some articles. Uh, if you have not already, hit that thumbs up button, show your support for the channel. Hopefully the algorithms notify a few more people so everybody can be plugged in. Uh, all right, we got Ed checking in. We got New Church of Philadelphia with dubs. <laughs> said, what's happening? Appreciate you, man. Uh, we got Miss Love checking in. Uh, spare me a dime checking in uh, lbp is in the building we got paul from eugene Dwayne clark we got jay all right uh what's he got johnny boy silver appreciate you man um okay so man 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 it, it just seems there's just one thing after the next it's just it's never a dull moment in the alternative media space because there's so much to cover but yet one thing is uh, very obvious is that someone behind the scenes is still looking to cause some chaos and pandemonium uh, with the probability of there being empty shelves if this uh, union deal is not made, which, of course, it just seems like it's very timely that it will not, uh, to say the least. But uh, let me uh, just share with you the top story uh, of the hour, and then I'll do a little maintenance on my side. want to make sure I give people time to jump in. And I go from there. But let me just put this on the screen here. We'll just go through this real quick. Then I'll do a little maintenance on my side. But uh, I appreciate the community members that sent me this article here. Uh, apparently, you know, a lot of people are co- is covering this right now. So definitely want to share my two cents on it. Uh, but it says, uh, pressure mounts on the U.S. railroads, unions to reach a deal as strike deadline looms. And so, so far, to my knowledge, I want to say I saw something in pr- approximately, uh, let me see, I think uh, about eight or so of the possible 13 uh, industries may have have some type of deal in play, but then again, it's those stragglers that's making it tough in negotiations, which could be very problematic because all it takes is one no no go to ruin it all for everyone. 
and ultimately comes back to impact uh, everybody else throughout the country. But real quick, let me zoom in here and uh, we'll touch on a couple of things. But it says business groups say a strike uh, halting de- uh, deliveries of raw materials and finished products that so many companies rely on would be, quote, an economic disaster. No kidding. And who would benefit most from an economic disaster other than the globalists and their agenda to make sure that they destabilize things at all fronts? Uh, so not only do we have the whole freight uh, shipping issues was a year and a half ago that still might be going on now. Haven't heard anything about that as far as uh, the cargo ships being able to unload and things like that at the, at the port. So let me know how that's playing plan out because I haven't heard nothing about that. But real quick, thumb through this. It says uh, freight railroads. And the unions are facing increasing pressure from business groups and White House to settle their uh, contract dispute before Friday's looming strike deadline. The pressure stems from concerns that halting railroad deliveries of raw materials and finished products that so many companies rely on would be, in the words of the head of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, an economic disaster. And so here we got uh, just interesting. It says uh, Suzanne, Suzanne Clark, the head of the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, said Monday that, quote, a national Rail strike would be an economic disaster, freezing the flow of goods, emptying shelves, shuttering workplaces and raising prices for families and business alike. So we got freezing the flow of goods, empty shelves, shuttering workplaces, unemployment and higher prices for the goods that we need. So those four categories there is what's happening all around the world. So in no way is this whole reunion situation just a one and done a fluke, a coincidence in of itself, just because uh, we've heard these type of talks before when it comes to other issues, as I mentioned before, dealing with the supply chain and the whole bottleneck side of things that we've been talking about forever. But uh, wow, it's just, it, it's, it's clear and obvious that there's forces, um, at, you know, much higher up that's putting pressure on these manufacturing companies, or I'm sorry, the railroad companies to make it very complicated. And what appears like they're doing they're demanding a lot more than what they're paying for when it comes to uh the wages as well as the economic uh, i mean overall conditions in the factories and whatnot and as well as on the rails to where they're deliberately squeezing their own employees trying to get the most up out of them without actually compensating them appropriately and so it's no it's a no-brainer that they're choosing to attempt to strike but just a couple more details here let me put this back on the screen here uh, and so it says the chamber joined a number of other business groups, including a coalition of 31 agriculture shipping trade groups and sending letters to Congress, urging lawmakers to prepare to step in and block a strike if the two sides can't reach an agreement by the end of the week. So once again, I'm not quite sure how the government, who's ultimately at some capacity behind these issues that we're having, can actually step in and block a strike, uh, because ultimately, if the conditions aren't met on the employee on the employee on the on the worker side they can easily just walk off the job and uh not quite sure how they could block that but we'll find out and so it says the chamber said it's uh, if it comes to that congress should impose the terms recommended by president emergency board that biden appointed this summer it says association of american railroads trade group put on a report last week that estimated that shutting down the railroads would cost the economy two billion dollars a day, two billion dollars a day. That's yeah, that's enough to definitely cause an economic shock, to say the least. Uh, yeah, it says the coalition of negotiating on behalf of the nation's biggest freight railroads, including Union Pacific, CSX, Norfolk Southern, BNFS, and Kansas City Southern, 
has announced eight of the 13 tentative agreements needed to avert a strike by some 115,000 rail workers. So just to show you how um, important and how massive these rails are, actually uh, looked up each and every one of these five companies here, just to give you an idea as to the territory which they cover. And so with the very first one here, Union Pacific, if I'm not mistaken, this is the Kansas City uh, this is the Kansas City route here, which goes from the north all the way down towards Mexico. And then we have the BNSF, which we can see is pretty much scattered all throughout the West Coast. And so here's the freight lines all the way to the West Coast. Then we have Norfolk Southern, which is for the most part the East Coast, as we can see here. And then we have CSX, which is also on the Eastern side of things. And then lastly, we have what I believe is the, not sure which one of this, but as we can see, heading towards the West. So those are the five uh, railroads that was just mentioned here in that article here. So where does this leave us? Is anybody surprised one bit that we're having an issue with those four factors I just mentioned? that could threaten our global or not our global, but our local economy here on top of all the issues we're facing. And I'm, I'm assuming everybody has to be able to see how none of this is coincidental. It's all intentional. Now the forces at play, you know, we can all assume who, who they might be, but of course the goal is ultimately to squeeze the American population, just like the situation with, with Europe. And then also we had Yellen coming out. I think it was last Friday during one of her press conferences uh, where she mentioned that uh, this upcoming winter, you know, it, it, we could experience, you know, higher gas prices similar to what's happening in Europe. And so it's like, damn, like how much more can they warn us as to what's underway and what's coming? So this is just some things in the headlines here, man. And definitely we're going to talk about this more. But before I move forward, I have to make sure I do some maintenance on my side, because what better way to take advantage of these opportunities that we're they will eventually unfold other than to be prepared and taking advantage of everything you can now while you still have time. And so stick around for a minute. Let me share this information with you guys. For those who might be new, definitely be a great opportunity to take advantage of these opportunities. Here's a great opportunity for you to get your weight up. Let's face it. Our purchasing power and a currency has been destroyed in real time. That's why I'm excited to tell you about my partnership with Bullion Max. Bullion Max will ship gold and silver directly to your door for you to hold at your home or in your own safe. To help you get started, I worked out a special offer with them. Get Bullion Max Silver Starter Kit at employee pricing. Just go to bullionmax.com slash RTD. This kit includes five of the most desirable silver products to invest in, including the American Silver Eagle and the Silver Australian Kangaroo. This offer is limited to one per household while supplies last, so get yours today and take advantage of this opportunity to get your weight up. Now, you can't just stop at getting your weight up. You also got to get your calories up because definitely a food shortage is underway between droughts, flooding, and all the climate issues being thrown our way. America's food supply is near its breaking point. That's why survival food is more important than ever. Create your own stockpile of the best-selling Four Patriots survival food kits. It's not ordinary food. We're talking about 25-year super survival food, hand-packed right in the family-owned facility in the USA. The kits are compact, sturdy, water-resistant. They have different delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners. Go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to get your three-month survival kit. You'll get their famous guarantee for an entire year after your order, plus 10 free gifts and free shipping. To take advantage of this opportunity, go to 4Patriots.com forward slash RTD to build your own stockpile today. Because beyond the weight, you're going to need your calories as well. Links in the description. 
All right, let's keep it moving right along. So um, definitely want to get your thoughts on that, but let me keep them going. I got a couple articles here. Then I'll open up the phone lines and uh, definitely love to hear from you guys. But uh, I'm assuming everybody in this special and alternative media space, you couldn't help but notice uh, the green candles today when it came to uh, gold and silver. And uh, I had a great chance to uh, you know have an interview earlier. So definitely looking forward to sharing that with you guys. But here we got gold jumps as dollar slips. <laughs> Focus a shift to the U.S. inflation data. And of course, the trajectory the forecast is 8.1%. So we'll see what that's talking about. But um, I shared earlier, uh, just because I wasn't paying attention, I, I actually don't pay attention to uh, the metals price often, but uh, I couldn't help but share my uh, optimism when I saw that, uh, you know, that upward trajectory, tra- trajectory this morning when we reached uh, 1990. And then I think it corrected down from that. So Definitely interesting to see uh, just some green candles. It just makes me very suspicious as to what's going on, just because overall, you know, we're still being lied to on all fronts. Economic conditions are no better than they were a week or two ago when we, you know, we was down there near 1780 for silver. So behind the scenes, some things are breaking. And of course, uh, on Friday, when me and Mario uh, was talking, and he was talking about how Rafi has uncovered some details about how you know the the basically the Comex or Crimex is being drained of actual uh metals right now due to arbitrage operations out east things of that nature so we'll see but uh definitely some things is happening behind the scenes it's it's definitely catching people's attention because more people are trying to get physical like never before all right let's keep it moving uh let me get here a couple more stories here uh here's something also that uh actually let me let me just I, i'll go to this one first let me give you some let me just give you some other news uh because i think this plays hand in hand but uh, this is a week old, but I just came across my, my, my got my attention. But uh, the average credit card rate, the highest since 1996. So not only is the Fed hiking, forcing all borrowing costs across the board to trend upward. And they're talking about giving away free mortgages or, or whatever that was. We talked about uh, for minorities or whatever. But then on the, on the home front, more people are being squeezed with higher borrowing costs. And just some of these figures is just, you know, astounding to me. But it says the average credit card rate has reached its highest point in decades. It says bankrates.com survey uh, found that the average credit card rate hit a record 17.96. And right now they're talking about, you know, what we had two and a half, two, two and a quarter, two and two or three quarters of uh, the foot to fed funds rate. But yet these credit card companies charge is 17.96. That's straight up, man, that's usury to the T. That is, whew. The rate is up to 3.5% from roughly a month ago and up 10.8% from a rate of 16.2 a year ago. And uh, yeah, definitely not going down no time soon. But on, on another note, the reason I want to mention that one first is because here is something else in relation to credit card companies working with ultimately the governments to uh, track and trace the purchases of guns and ammo. And so it says... Uh, a new way to track suspect credit card sales of guns and ammo. And look, look at how they use the word suspect. So if you buy something that's categorized in this new category they're creating, it, it can be labeled suspect. So when I saw this, first thing came to mind was not only will- Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. 
Go to economist.com and get your first month free. They be looking to track, you know, the purchase of protection, but then also precious metals at some point. And so I mean, they're able to do it already, but they may they may end up creating a special category for it just so they can strategically be able to follow and track even more down to the actual bullion dealer so that they can put pressure on them to start reporting on what people are actually buying on the retail side. So the just more squeezing and clamping down on uh, people's options and ways of checking out the system. But anyway, real quick, says credit card industry uh, representatives have cleared the way for new means of tracking firearm and ammunition purchases. They move that supporters say will f- help flag suspicious sales and reduce gun crime. So I'm not quite sure, you know, suspicious sales. You know, if you have a credit card and you go and purchase, you still have to go through the background check and everything like that. So all your information should be up front and then passed on to law officials to do the actual checking of who's purchasing. So, you know, you know, incorporating the whole credit card side of things is just that extra over the top Orwellian type of approach to basically track and trace every trend, everything we do uh, through the legacy system. But real quick here, it says ISO, uh, which sets rules for across the financial services industry, agreed to create a new merchant category code for gun and ammunition retailers at a meeting this week and announced the decision on Friday. The decision came amid mounting pressure pressure on credit card companies by Democrats in Congress who urge code creation. So there's going to be a special code that will be utilized between retailers and their customers to basically just label and categorize what you're actually buying and expect all types of other codes to follow suit, like I just mentioned. And then on another note here, last one here, then open the phone lines. Uh, here is something worthwhile. It says mortgage rates just hit a new or a high not seen since 2008 housing crash. And so, yeah, it's just interesting how this alleged tightening to fight inflation at the same time, inflation is built into the system. Uh, it is still underway and is ultimately tightening borrowing costs for the consumers and we are a consumer-driven economy, so something you know, something will, will give sooner than later. So, anyway, uh, a couple more articles here, but I'll spare you guys that. Let's open the phone lines. Curious to hear what's on your radar. Lots of subjects worth touching on. Share with me, you share with me your thoughts on the railroad situation as well as anything else. Because ultimately, what that boils down to is, if that strike takes place, no, no merchandise moves across the country, and deliberately, which will then put more pressure on all the logistical lines, as well as our just-in-time system, grocery stores, and everything else that we've enjoyed to this point of having access to will ultimately be cut off. So, But who is surprised, to say the least? So once it's just more of a warning signs, warning you to make sure you try to get as much of what you need in preparation for the likelihood of not being able to get it when you go get it, when you need it. All right, let's keep moving. Um, all right, so highlight at Rethinking a Dollar. And uh, let us stand, it'll stand out and uh, we can jump on that and we can uh, chime some light on what's going on. All right. Let me see here. Gold and silver is, is all leaving the U.S. and U.K. Uh, no doubt. No doubt. It's going to where it'll get a much more favorable bidding because <laughs> right now the East is they've over they've overran their welcome to set the price on anything, especially in USD terms. And so it's time for the wet or the East rather to 
begin the price setting mechanisms for metals. Hello, Carlos. Where are we calling from? How you doing? Hey, doing good, my friend. What's in your mind? Hey, all this shortage talk and all this and that. You know, did you see how much of money the oil companies have been making? There's a big oil shortage. You know, we don't have enough. Uh, I think it was, one of them was over a trillion dollars mm-hmm. in profits. Whoa, overseas really? They're talking about, yeah, you know, overseas they're talking about, you know, uh, getting a windfall tax from these places. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, what happened to all this California stuff? Remember all the ships that couldn't right. get in? You just mentioned it, right? Right, right. right. Remember the uh, 80,000 truck drivers that were independents that had to sign on to a company? Mm-hmm. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me one thing you haven't been able to buy. That's a great point what there. What if you went looking for it and couldn't find it? So, uh, uh, me personally, not nothing, not, nothing on my end, but I would assume that you know, certain, certain items, especially stuff that's shipped from China, may not uh, be there for some, but on average, what we need is usually there. Yeah. But then again, I wouldn't okay, take it for granted, though. No, no, I'm not taking it for granted. It could happen. Yeah. But let's go back, you know, the big China scare with COVID. They do 70-some percent of our pharmaceuticals. Mm-hmm. I have not heard one person said, I went to the pharmacy and could not get my meds. Right. Haven't heard one person say that. Haven't seen it on the news. Right. You know? It's, it's all a sham, Mike. Hey. Where else are they going to take the goods of the world and get more money than America? <laughs> hey, man, I, I hope I hope that is the case. And I do remember that because of the initial shutdown and the alleged supply issues and the over um, over purchasing of a lot of manufactured goods to where the inventory was in backlog to where there was more sitting around than what was actually being sold so there is a little little, there was an additional supply in reserves for a lot of these companies especially now that we're heading into the holiday season i'm assuming they probably taken into account previous shipping issues to where they probably jumped ahead and ordered more than necessary so we probably have enough for this particular season but it's not necessarily this fall but it's more likely the next year if this stuff plays out that could be a problem down the line so because mind you this is a long-term plan of theirs Okay, well, the one big thing you can't be able to get is new cars. And and how does that fit in? Oh, let's see. They're gasoline used, huh? <laughs> oh. But somehow they seem to have electric cars. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's a scam, Mike. They're scamming us, brother. Hey. I looked up bananas. Hey. I looked up bananas, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Most bananas are grown in India mm-hmm. and Brazil. They ain't none grown in Florida. They ain't none grown in California. Uh-huh. And they put them things on a boat. And ship them to the U.S. and put them on a truck mm-hmm. and bring them to Kroger's, and I can still buy them for forty nine cents a pound. Yeah, and I, and that's and that's 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 definitely market. you know that line of uh, uh, logistical movement is definitely there. So it's not until the, the trains don't move do we realize the importance of what's being shipped on though and on that particular method. And of course, you know, cars. I'm in the Motor City, so I see trains with cars left and right. But yet, then again, who, I mean, who can really afford cars? like that anyway who's looking really to go buy cars like that anyway so that's gonna create a whole nother issue man but yeah we will see oh, man but I, i'll take it as a farce for now yeah. but yeah go ahead it's hard to get cars in columbus i have people that went up to detroit to get a, a jeep cherokee my son-in-law mm-hmm. so it's hard to get cars most of the car dealerships around here don't have new cars yeah they have old cars yeah but i'm just saying i think the whole thing is just to squeeze us man they're squeezing us to death and i you know i hope, I hope that there are no shortages and there may be some food shortages mm-hmm. But as long as we got the money 
and we're willing to pay. I think they'll get it here. But anyway, keep doing what you're doing. Appreciate brother. you, man. Thanks for calling. Yeah, and that's where you know, in reference to the available supplies, it, it's 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 definitely regional. Like I would say, because I see caller here mentioned, uh, uh, Alaska Prepper mentioned from what he does research or whatnot. There's been some shortages, and I even saw an article uh, was it yesterday about a situation I think in Philadelphia where some WalMarts and things of that nature is having issues with you know shelves not being fully stocked. So definitely there are some issues uh, depending on what you're looking for. And I imagine a lot of the uh, electrical products and stuff like that. I was just not long ago in a, in, a, in a retail store and saw that, you know, what many TVs and stuff like that that it typically is. So definitely it, it's, it's, it's spotty, I'm sure. But definitely I wouldn't take none of this for granted because we know their agenda. Hello, Carlos, where are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve, reach nine. Steve, what's going on, my friend? Hey, I'm kind of worried about this railroad thing, uh, given that this thing's supposed to be popping off Friday, correct? Right. Right. Thursday or Friday? Right, Friday. If, it, uh, if the negotiations don't go through. Yeah, given that they haven't, given that Washington hasn't stepped in by now, mm-hmm. as close as it is, that, that kind of that kind of lets me know that they might let let this take place. Right. And my suspicion, and my first thought, not to be like doom and gloom, all that stuff like that, but just knowing that knowing what they want to accomplish with making more of Americans dependent upon them and stripping us of what we have with all the other stuff I'm talking about, it just seems fitting that, you know, something just falls through and they can't get it done. And then we find out what the consequences uh, of that will be, not necessarily immediately, but next couple months for sure. Uh, no, no doubt. Uh, I agree. Given that they let it creep this close to the line mm-hmm. and they haven't stepped in, that's not, that's not a good sign. Right. Uh, that's that's kind of bad news at that point. Hey, anyway, too, I, I sent you a I sent you a video there. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's Bo Pony and Julie Green. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. If you can if you can drop that into the uh, uh, into the queue for the guys. Basically, uh, uh, Bo, you know, you know, he's talking about the the, the Shemitah thing that's coming up on the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, or whatever there. Yeah. And then Julie Green, that's the one that kind of caught my attention because mm-hmm. uh, I guess she was saying, she, she was saying that technically Prince Charles is not king right now because mm-hmm. they have to go through this, that little legal process that right. they do over there which which takes, takes a while right 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 and, and she was saying that, she was she was saying that she doesn't believe that he's gonna uh, be in power at all uh, because uh, I guess things are gonna come out about the family etc yeah and she she was saying that uh, she was saying that uh, she doesn't think that he's going to take power at all. Yeah, she's saying that basically that their rule may be over, which uh, uh, which so, not you know, wouldn't people, necessarily be a bad thing. So that is is interesting how that will play out if that you know if, the, if that actually comes true. So that's uh, exactly <laughs> some interesting developments exactly. there. <laughs> hey, man. But no, I'll, then, I'll, other, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You go ahead. No, I was going. Let's and go the ahead. other thing that. Too, yeah, the other thing too is uh, I also sent you another email there. Uh, U.S. presidents, mm-hmm. all the all the U.S. presidents, with the exception of two, had bloodlines to the royal family. I, I, I've, I've I, heard I I've heard that before. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I so, so, so I dro- so I dropped so I dropped that in there too for you. Uh, and and the last thing is the last thing before I go mm-hmm. is. Uh, 
the guy who called yesterday about the quarter, about mm-hmm. the new quarter. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't even aware of that until he reached out and going, let me look that up. Right. So I look it up uh, and I pull it up and I pull out a magnifying glass and everything, start going over the coin mm-hmm. front, front and back. Yeah. Uh, not, not, uh, I'll deal with the back first. If, yeah. if, if you, if you, oh, there's, there's two attachments there on that, on that, um, yeah. Well, anybody, I got, anybody I got the face. The I got the face side up now. Go ahead. I got the face side up now. Okay. Okay. Let's let's do it with the face side since you have it there. Yeah. Uh, not only is the, is the face turned a different way, but on the old quarters, if you notice, in God we trust was is what the guy was looking at. Mm-hmm. If, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Turn his back on God. Mm-hmm. On, on this coin, on this, yeah, on this coin, the face is turned the opposite way, mm-hmm. and in God we trust. <laughs> Mm. Is on the backside as <laughs> as if as if the person's turning their back on God. Yeah, <laughs> not not actually been able to say the least. <laughs> That's a good exactly. find, man. That's a good and, catch. Exactly, and and if you look at if you look at look at the guy's hair, look at his hair. Anything look unusual to you there? Let me zoom back in real quick. Uh, let me find it. Uh, I gotta zoom out some. Uh, pop it back on the screen. Give me one second. Uh, what looks about his hair? Um, Anything looks strange. It, it, it does look strange because, I mean, it's in a, it's probably in a ponytail, but even, like, it looks very feminine, and I don't know. It's just, I'm sure I'm sure if you look deep, you can look, find something in the side part by his ear part that looks a little weird. Exactly. Now, here's the kicker. Now, this is where I'm good on the rabbit hole on mm-hmm. you, but it would if you zoom in pretty good, it looks like it looks. You know how you see those paintings? They, they can make these paintings or whatever where you can see two things. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the same time. Yeah. Well, to me, this is one of those scenarios here. You, you see the face value of it. Okay, this guy with a with, with his hair looking kind of funky, blah blah blah. But then you zoom in by his ear, uh-huh. and you start seeing this thing curving around his ear. It looks like a body of a snake. If you if you, if you look at if you sit there and look at it and zoom in real good, uh, it looks like a looks like the body of a snake. Yeah, and then it, and then the head of the snake is the real light part. It's like it's looking at you. Uh, you, you can actually see the, like a little eye or something there. It, it's just a matter of seeing what you see. Yeah, I'm trying to uh, look. <sighs> yeah, and it, it's just the fact you, that you can play with it. Play, 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 play with it. I People will can play with it later and it, 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 it check it out, but it <laughs> it looks like a snake. It, it looks like a snake, it, and then it happens to be sitting there at his ear. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I see like, it, it, like the, the, his little sideburn part looks like a wolf's face. I mean, it looks like a snake's face or some type of type of some type of face. And so, but 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 regardless, clearly they deliberately did some things in that area. Like that just that, that's that's too much extra work right there by his ear for it to be. For it not to be something. Exactly. Why not just make it all straight back exactly. to eliminate it, show his ear or cover his ear? But they deliberately did some twisting and turning there, you know. To, to and of course they know what they made there, but you know we we'll, we gotta always you know you know speculate on what we see. But hey, man, I appreciate you bringing it to my attention, man. <laughs> hey, hey, now, hey, now, now, flip, now go to the other one where you see the backside real quick, and then I'll get off the phone and let everybody. All right, everybody, go ahead. I see. Take a look at it. Take a look at it yourself at some point. Oh, Number my goodness. One, so, That's uh, the astronaut? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the astronaut. Uh, <laughs> okay, now, 
I'm going to go straight to what, what drew my attention right away. Uh-huh. There's a pentagram on her jacket, the, 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 the right side of her jacket, mm. in circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a pentagram. If people don't know that shape, is a yeah. pentagram. Man, <laughs> yeah. man, man. And if, yeah, and if you zoom in close, if you zoom in close, here's the kicker, Mike. If you zoom in close, you'll see an upside down cross at the bottom of that. Hold on, I gotta refresh. Hold on, I gotta refresh this because I can't. I zoomed in too much. It timed me out. Hold on one second. I gotta see that one. Uh, let me try to zoom in again. Give me a second here. Let me gotta zoom out and zoom back in. Yeah, that's, you know, those are some fine details that I personally wouldn't have wouldn't have even went. Yeah, I wouldn't have went down a rabbit hole. But let me see what I can see here. So here we go. I got it zoomed in on the chest. And let me see. I see NASA, Sally. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that upside down cross. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that shape, that shape itself, is a pentagram. The shape itself is a pentagram, and it has the circle around it. Now we know that that's satanic and yeah. In, in the, Man. In okay. The, you know, uh, <laughs> these, are, these are things that I just noticed. They jumped off the page to me yeah. when I first looked at it. When I started looking at it, so, so I'm glad somebody called in about the coin because I didn't know about it. Hey, and then the last thing before I get off of here is, uh, is, is back on the front side again. You'll have to pull this one up, mm-hmm. but uh, but, uh, but on the on the front side of it, um, uh, the head is larger uh, than than the other quarters. Mm-hmm. But what it does, but what it does is the head. Is actually infringing. The head is actually infringing on the word liberty. Mm. If, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I that see makes it. sense. I see it. I see it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Subtle details, man, make a world of a difference. Because definitely they have an agenda uh, with that. Correct. They have an agenda uh, with that. Correct. It, no, none of that was done by accident. Right. And did Steve or Mike have control over what they put on those coins? Or- hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. On the, on the dollars and all the rest of that, uh, these people are sick, man. Right. Uh, Hey, man. Uh, anyway, appreciate uh, you, man. Everybody else, take a peek, take a peek at those, and uh, uh, see what see what you guys come up with. But that snake over the ear thing, I, <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Ooh. And also, All right, so, appreciate you, man. All right, take care. Be good. Um, yeah, that's uh, there's definitely some 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 fine artwork that's done intentional, just for sure. I guess entertainment's sake. There's nothing we can do about it. If actually, I haven't. I'm not sure if these boys are actually out in circulation yet, but yet. I'm assuming whatever metals they're using is definitely uh, was a nickel, probably nickel copper. They're probably using less copper, so they've substituted some things due to the increased cost in uh, copper and things of that nature. So it might be made out of some completely different. But um, yeah, so call phone lines are open. Give me a call. Curious to hear your thoughts. And speaking of which, uh, from our chat last night about the little pyramid of power that I showed, just the hierarchy of. 
the powers that be uh, came across something else today that uh, just shines more light, I think, on some the details of the system itself. And so this entire graphic here, it's called the Cult of Baal. And it's like a historical timeline or guideline from basically the beginning of age, according, you know, of course, using biblical references here, all the way up into the current system we're in now, uh, where Novus, let me, I got to zoom out some here so I can give you more detail, but Novus Ordo Celoprum, Celclorium, Latin for New World Order, is at the very bottom of this. But if as you go through here and read some of the details, you got the Great Flood, you got the epic of all this, all the historical stuff here. It's very detailed, but now you see some of the key players here, pharaohs of Egypt, kings of Babylon, Roman Empire, the Judea, Second Temple Pier. We got the Knights Templar. We got Khazar. We got Freemason Masonry. We got the Jesuits. We got the Illuminati group. And of course, in between, there, we got Rothschild family and United Kingdom. And so all these interesting details here. If you zoom in even further, you can get more out of this. But uh, this is definitely something worth checking out if you guys are interested. So just type in the cult of Baal image and you'll be able to see this for yourself and dive deeper into it if you're interested but a lot of interesting historical references there and a lot of terminologies that i wasn't familiar with to just give me more stuff to look into so if you guys are interested it's out there for you all right what else we got here uh i've heard that over and over again i think america worship the power uh laughable lame uh human idols almost a defeated and lame as satan God bless America. Yeah, God bless the, the human race in general. Because it's about to get real. Dubois says zinc. To do, to, to, uh, as far as it says, what's interesting about Christianity is they associate snakes with evil, but Hinduism is viewed as the opposite. Yeah, and that's where, you know, every organized religion has their own <sighs> distinctions of characters, figures, times, you know, mission statements, objectives, we na- you name it. Uh, and so that's something that we'll uh, could talk about more as well. Over here it says, uh, what are your expectations on CPI tomorrow? Uh, I think I just saw looking at something a moment ago with some figures and estimates are, let me just jump in real quick right here. Estimates as of here, it says uh, 8.1 is what we're looking at according to what's anticipated. So, it's definitely going to go down a couple hairs. But then again, that number we know is not any any anywhere near close what we actually pay for certain items that are that's included in that very same basket that they get those numbers from. So uh it, it only helps them in their narrative of this tightening is obviously working because it's causing the CPI figures to cool off some. So take of it what you may. I heard the black Twitter blast the queen. Uh, it says, Tony B says, heard black Twitter blast the queen. Um, black Twitter? What is that about? TB, let me know what that's about. I'm not sure. I'm not, I didn't hear nothing about that one. Or I don't know who black Twitter is. Uh, after midterm, gas goes up. No doubt. After midterm, and it, it's going to be some fraudulent, it's going to be shaky. It, man, we're about to see, we're about to see. Oh my god, we're about to see so much criminality this next midterm. And this 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 might be the last official quote unquote uh 
midterm slash election process we have for this country. Just because my suspicion is that after this fraudulent activity takes place, mind you, we're still heading in the same direction. Even if the Republicans get in, they'll probably slow things down. But then again, if there was to be some type of slowing down of this transition, there'll be more false flags on the other end by the globalists to try to really derail things. If there's any, if there's any positive people in the Republican side or any people that's not all the way straight liberal as far as their viewpoints and agendas with the World Economic Forum and the Democratic side, if anyone comes into uh, opposition with what they're trying to accomplish, that'll just trigger more false flag events that would only lead them to go to their next agenda, their next plan. You know what I'm saying? So at this current moment, we're still trend, trending towards their long-term objective of owning nothing. And of course, you you know, won't be no way of not being unhappy with that or happy with that. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, so even Christianity is mythology. Yeah. That's, I mean, Ralph, that could be hundred percent true. And it's, uh, you know, that's a faith-based statement there. So it could be. You never know until your spirit leaves your body. Then we're going to find out what's real and what's not. That's the good part of freedom of choice, having free will. There's more than enough options to suit whatever it is we're looking for, whatever it is our ears are itching for. So that's that's one of the that's 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 one of the bonuses of the faith concept. You think Judaism is a mythology? Um, is that a question to me, Rolf? Uh, from a historical standpoint, based upon the events that took place, I have no reason to believe that they did not take place in reference to uh, the genealogies that was given to us from the from the Bible, as well as all the events that took place. So I have no reason to, uh, I personally don't doubt it. Some people can, I'm sure you can probably pull out, you know, a couple of other, a couple of the documents that are relatively old and prove a good case and argument. If that's, you know, people argue all the time about historical events and things of that nature, you know, that's just not for me. So I, I stay away from stuff like that. No harm, no foul though. I'm all good. We have a free, free flowing thoughts on that subject matter, but I don't, uh, stray on things that could steer me from, my current faith foundation. Uh, says when you mention a pentagram, you get into the dark side. Uh, yeah. And that was apparently the image that was on that back of the new quarter. And so just for, as I mentioned, for reference, they definitely check out that cult of bail graphic here. Just, you know, Google it, duck, duck, go it. It should pop up and just go through there and get a little, you know, a little bit of a, uh, a glimpse at historical events, which I believe are true in a sense. All right, what well, we got? 40 minutes. Uh, let me get this last call, then we're going to get ready to dial back. Let me get this call here. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, how you doing, Mike? This is uh, Brian calling from Connecticut. Brian, what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Oh, nah, just, um, you know, hanging back, you know, looking at the show, good. You know, been a long time uh, viewer, may I say. Um, you know, I just came in with some couple of, you know, with a question about the housing market. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my, my question is this, like, you know, I know the housing market, you know, I've been on fire since uh, 20, since the pandemic started mm-hmm. up to about, kind of like up to now. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing is like, 
what is your viewpoint as far as I like, seeing a housing, um, you know, I guess economy collapse or how the market collapse, you know? Yeah. Um, what's my guess. viewpoint on that in relation to the housing yeah. market? Do you think it, yeah, it's like, do you think it will collapse or do you think it's, uh, just like something that would just slow down just a little bit? Uh, okay. So I, I do believe that due to the monetary policy and fiscal policy that has been in place for several decades now, we've reached a tipping point to where it's hard to continue to inflate the monetary system, you know, through the debt market, you know, with the government being 30 trillion plus and 100, 200, 100 some liabilities. And then us also have been transitioned to a consumer economy where we were sold the idea that, you know, having a house is a part of the American dream and the luxuries that come with that two cars, three houses, four eighty, you know, well, all that stuff like that. It has, to, it comes at a cost. And the only way we're able to even acquire those things is because we have the reserve currency. And so based upon what's happening out East, that's all shifting just because people are no longer dependent and even supporting our, our spending habits. So just based on those two things there, something has to give. Now, how it gives, the timing of it, don't know. But if everything has been artificially stimulated for decades and we have no more suckers on the other end taking that bet, then something has to pop, i.e. the debt bubble. So I do think that we are well beyond the point of uh, needing needing some type of correction because things are extremely over uh, overpriced and basically unaffordable, depending on what you're looking at for a lot of people. And so people don't make nowhere near as much money to, you know, in relation to their bring home income in relation to the mortgage payments, then that's a problem. So I think there's definitely some uh, some adjusting that needs to take place, which could be healthy, depending on how it plays out. Yeah, OK. Yeah, yeah. Because I was also thinking something like uh, I was debating with some friends. I was thinking, like, what if it just like stagnates where the people who are homeowners mm-hmm. will stay homeowners mm-hmm. and the people who just haven't got that shot or chance to get in the market or, you know, uh, purchase a home. Mm-hmm. It's just going to stay like what it is, you know, for like eternity, you know, I know it's, it's not kind of like far fetched, but yeah, it just feel like, uh, like it's either you have it or you don't have a half nuts. Right. And that, and I think even with that, the, the objective in the long run is that no one will own anything. The goal is to make us completely subservient to the state. And this public partner partnership is taking us towards this one world governing style that they have in our they have planned for our future. And so my I would imagine that between property taxes, which is which have to go up and all the other mechanisms to do with owning something nowadays, it's going to be challenged to where I would assume they want to have a right to your house and your car and everything else. And you have to ask permission to use it. That's why they have these smart cities. They're going to start developing if they haven't already where. They're going to try to, you know, put in people, put people in these smart cities where you literally it's a surveillance state where everything you do is you have to have permission to do it. CBDCs that are a whole little, you know, it's what basically China, China now, but magnified by 10 in a a very not so fun and friendly way. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. And that's what that's, you know, that was another point I had. I was thinking about in my head, too. I was like, maybe uh, the. The, the whole objective was also to squeeze mm-hmm. uh, folks out their property right. by raising taxes. Right. You know, and, uh, you know, I owned a tax, you know, I owned a property right before uh, the pandemic even happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, after my, you know, uh, selling my property, I, you know, because I went through a divorce, mm-hmm. I was then considering to buy another property in 2021. But 
the market was uh so hot that you know I had to take a step back and then now you know I always had that question in my head like hold up as everybody is overbidding and overpaying for houses right how do they equivalent to the taxes that's uh, that's maybe taxes are, buy the house. taxes I mean right, right now because we are relatively in calm waters in relation to what's going on everywhere else, we haven't seen nowhere near the type of taxes they're going to throw our way in the future <laughs> to c- try to cover some of this debt. Or when they reboot the system, whatever they try to roll out our way, they're going to factor in the taxes on top of that. So like retirement accounts, you know, Roth IRAs, come on now. Like you don't think taxes going to be a lot higher in the future than they will be now. So my thing is it's going to be very uncertain because we, we we're ne- we've never been into an environment like we're probably heading into because of the amount of debt and all the things that's happening globally on top of the great reset that they have planned as well. So it's going to be a complete crap show, man, but appreciate your call, man. Uh, definitely good luck with everything. Keep us posted on what you're doing, my friend. Definitely. We'd love to learn from real world experiences of what you're trying to pull off, man. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Be good. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right, man. Good stuff. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just taxes will be used against us. Will be used against us. It's just there's no way out of it, you know. How, and that's where just just the, their mission statement of you own nothing. You got to ask yourself, what all does that encompass? Like, how can they be so confident and bold to say that you'll own nothing? There's, I mean, they literally have probably tried to cover every area that has something to do with ownership uh, that they're going to somehow some way try to write rewrite the rules to even down to the actual legislative side of things uh moving forward because believe me they're going to try to dismantle the constitution bill of rights everything else in between that's just a part of the globalist takeover if they have their way that's just a long if to say the least but um so i saw a lot of good thoughts out here uh let me get back to i saw something about saw a little talk about spirituality it's always a good thing and uh, once again, it's all subject to the, the person themselves. We are all learning in real time. Uh, let me see here. How high? All right, let me get some call. I'm going to take my last call a minute ago. Uh, hello, caller. Where are you calling from? Yeah, yeah, what's up? How you doing, my friend? Good, good. How are you? Doing um, excellent. What's, what's on your mind? Yeah, so... Yeah, so I just wanted to ask, because you, you seem sort of an expert in this, um, to, you know, I've watched a few of your videos, but in terms of, like, if you think this collapse could be engineered, and then if the solution to that collapse could be um, crypto, mm-hmm. and they, they, because they've marketed it for so long as this decentralized, you know, trust machine um, and so if we lose trust, they sort of have to move us into something else, but it probably can't be their own thing mm-hmm. because if we're just going to be like, we don't, we don't trust that. So it's almost like these decentralized pro- uh, protocols like Ethereum, for example, mm-hmm. have been set up almost to be like, well, this is the, the solution. Mm-hmm. And because... Mm-hmm it's been marketed for so long as this decentralized thing. People sort of like, it's almost like, Oh, we won, you know, we did it. Like we finally are free almost like this, um, 
you know, this feeling that, that everyone's going to get. And I, and me being one of those people, mm-hmm. to be honest, like I'm an Ethereum investor. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I just kind of had this realization the other day, and I've, and I've heard you talk about it as well before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sort of starting to wonder, is that actually the plan? And it kind of, it's kind of funny to me as well that like they're going through this proof of stake thing in a couple of days mm-hmm. where they're reducing the energy so that the governments can probably be like, well, it's 99.9% less energy now. And so it's just kind of like, I was just having all these thoughts of that type of thing. So I was wondering if that's something you, you've, I mean, you've talked about before, yeah. I think. So but. no, so no, thanks for the question. And, and on top of that, you know, I don't really consider myself an expert. I'm just a man with an opinion and I like to just criticize and, you know, critique everything with my own perspective behind it. So but I appreciate that. But as far as this current environment we're in now, man, I think everything uh, is done intentional. And so I like to go back to what I got on the screen here, the Economist cover uh, from 1988, basically telling us to get ready for a world currency and the burning pile of currencies uh, that they show, basically, which I'd assume we're witnessing that now in some capacity. And the fact that they already had an idea as to what they wanted to issue the world. And it was a world currency. Now, how it plays out, who knows? But how convenient can it be that the whole blockchain, Bitcoin, Ethereum stuff is, you know, stealing everybody's attention and people are basically shun gold and silver just because it's too, it doesn't move the sound of light. You can't transport it in, in 0.1 second of a time and all, all that crap. You know what I'm saying? We're being set up intentionally. Mm-hmm. And I think cryptocurrency it has been a great uh, time filler and distraction for the world to also condition us to accepting computer code as a way of transacting right. our financial futures. And, you know, you know, and eventually at some point, including our lives within their metaverse concept. And so none of this is by accident. And I think it's intentional. And as far as Ethereum, I've done a video before saying that Jamie Dimon, the whole Ethereum Alliance is the, all the banks and two big to fail companies, both basically, that are the biggest bag holders. Yeah. So they stand to benefit the most by moving from proof of work to proof of stake so they can have more of a say-so because yeah. they, they'll have the most coins. And then, of course, when that happens, yeah. then proof of work become a problem. They're going to use climate as an excuse. They're going to start shutting down miners here in the U.S. All the miners going to flee. Price going to drop. And then Russia and China, they're not going to be much more friendlier to p- proof of work concepts either at some point. So they're going to shut down stuff. And so it's not going to be a viable method of storing your wealth the way people or sailor want to sell it to people but i think it's all intentional they want to try to lure people that way so you won't go backwards towards gold and silver as a way to preserve yourself but so technology is beneficial but in the hands of evil men it will be used against us in my opinion that's what i think the majority of the cryptos will be used as in my opinion right yeah and i hope i hope that's you know, not the case, I but I, so well. I just started to <laughs> see it, you know, be, and it's funny that the Ethereum symbol is also sort of the, uh, the Illuminati pyramid or whatever as well. <laughs> I've always kind of thought, seen that as well, but, um, I, you know, I'm actually someone that does both. Mm-hmm. So just for some hope, I mean, I'm a huge silver guy. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, and I try to promote it too. So I'm sort of like cross promoting, like, you know, a little bit where I'm trying to get the crypto people, you mm-hmm. know, to sort of see how undervalued silver is right. and you know i talk about it a lot so right um, so i yeah. mean hopefully people start to wake up a little bit more to, yeah. to what's going on well they have no choice to wake up either wake up now or be jolted awake when stuff hits the fan so but hey man appreciate you yeah, calling exactly uh thanks for your, yeah. you know thanks, thanks for the question my friend appreciate you yep all right, all right. hello carlos name we call it from 
Oh, looks like I lost you. Uh, all right. Uh, it is 54 minutes. Uh, appreciate everybody for hanging out with me. It's always good to hear different thoughts and opinions and viewpoints out there. Uh, will the U.S. economy crash? A- at some point. I, be- I believe it will happen at some point. It's just a matter of time. But yet, in the meantime, it gives us time to do the best we can and enjoy these moments before it does. Because if it does crash, you better believe what they have on the other end of this is not something that's going to be fun and enjoyable in its entirety. But there will come a lot of opportunity. Hung up. Uh, TB. All right. Uh, all right. Well, anyway, people, as always, appreciate you guys for hanging out. Let's just pick up tomorrow, same time, same place. If you've enjoyed this, hit that thumbs up button. Uh, and if you don't mind, invite a friend. Get more people plugged in so they can have a chance to let their voice be heard as well as hear an alternative spin onto the uh, mainstream lives that's being given to us. So, And if you haven't already, make sure you join the Telegram and so you can plug in there and also rtd.local.com because when the censorship continues to ramp up, you know, eventually we won't be on YouTube. So just prepare for that day ahead of time. But anyway, uh, be blessed, be safe. Enjoy the rest of your evening or morning, depending on where you're at. And uh, we'll be back at it tomorrow. Peace.